Say, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 193. Uh, we got the homie Gert in the building. Uh, we got the homie C in the building. Shouts to C, man. We've been holding it down for a few weeks. Happy to have you back. So we got C in the building. Uh, Rico Key should be joining us uh, sometime a little later on. And of course, shout out to Bad Lungs, uh, who won't be with us this week. But uh, before we get started, make sure shit. you said what? I said Key ain't Jordan shit. <laughs> hey, you never know. You Now, you know, of all people, we, you can't count him out. He'll come through in the fourth quarter and hit you with some shit. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, you know, if it is anybody's first time listening, make sure that you subscribe to the pod on Apple, Spotify, wherever y'all listen to podcasts. Um, check all of our visual content on our YouTube at YouTube uh, backslash Life As I See It Pod, as well as our Patreon at uh, patreon.com backslash Life As I See It Podcast. Uh, so I want to start differently this week and right off, right at the top of the show, I want to give kudos and give a shout out. I am going to give Gert the floor um, and he'll be able to explain in detail why I'm giving a shout out. But uh, for me, for myself, I just want to say, um, you know, and just in, you know, we talked during the week or what have you and how he was explaining to me, like how proud he was. Um, it was really like just dope to hear. So I, I'll, I'll let him introduce it. But um yeah, man. Talk talk about talk about your experience in the last week or so. Just uh, gearing gearing my children for their next stages in life uh, is is a humbling experience uh, to see them go out into the world and actively seek career choices that they chose on their own. You know, to see the effort, the energy put forth 
um, it, it is a humbling and a proud, proud uh, time, which I, I never expected it to be, you know, coming from where I came from. It's funny because I guess uh, I think the earthquake stand that referred to it, but it's a bunch of hood niggas raising suburban kids. Like, it's a bunch of hood niggas raising suburban kids. And, yeah, like, to see, I actively move my kids out the hood and put them in the suburbs intentionally so they could, what I felt to be, have a fair shake at life. You know, um, coming from big cities, there's so many distractions that may push and pull a kid on it, just simply on their way to school, on their way from school. It's a lot of shit to get into in the big city. And um, just to approach that time where, like, they're graduating from high school and actively going into the world is is dope to watch. I mean, you, you exclusively said to me that it was the proudest, the proudest day of your life. Yeah. Proudest yeah. day of your life. And it, it, it's more to come. Like it, it, mm -hmm. it's, it's more to come, but just to watch it and, you know, just to watch them navigate through the world on their own. And, you know, you, you get to sit back and watch your work. And I, I advise parents, you put the teachings in them while they're in school so that when they graduate, you can let them take on the world and, you know, give them the space to make mistakes and trust what you taught them because you know you taught them, right? Like if you mail it in and you let the TV raise them, then you will be apprehensive to their decision-making when they get older. But if you know, nah, I taught them that, I seen, uh, they know this, they know that, you'll feel more comfortable yourself with letting them go into the world and, you know, give it a crack for themselves. Word. And so now your daughter, first of all, round of applause. First of all, yes. round of applause, definitely. Um, and your oldest daughter, um, you recently took to school. What school she's going to? Not the uh, younger one, but I don't want to put all of that out there shit. Why right, she that... graduated early? That's just, you, you have an early oh, graduate. graduated early. Oh, both. You have to, That that is commendable itself. Like, I feel that raising, it's hard to raise kids, but raising two productive citizens. <laughs> and good people. And, and they're, yes, they're I'm just saying. Good people who yes. are making good choices in life. You deserve, when, when they graduated, like, because you know, the thing about it is you got them to that point. Whatever they choose to do after that point, if y'all want to be a serial killer, look, I got y'all. I, no did. Game, right? I, I did what I and in, in, in a good environment. Like, yeah. you know, I did what I had to do. I sacrificed and ain't nobody going to say your daddy did this to y'all. This is why y'all that way. They're going to say your dad instilled these values in you and he got you here and he allowed you, you know, to become beautiful young ladies who are intelligent enough to know what's right from wrong. And from this point on, you have to give yourself the kudos. It, it is, you know, a slight to yourself. You want to say, nah, they still got more time to go. This is, I'm proud, but it's still more. 
But this right here, this is your Grammy. You have yeah. to allow yourself to yeah. bask in that moment. Appreciate you. I agree. No, you do. You got I two agree. Grammys. You got one coming. One other coming. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but got, no, you look, got two Grammys. But what, what, what makes that even, even better is because now I know what I'm doing. Right, like before, I was figuring it out, but mm-hmm. now I got a pretty good idea of what all works. of them different, better. though, Gert. No, 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 but that's my brain we dealing with. <laughs> this I, la- look, this last one might try you. <laughs> no, this one definitely is. This one is going to, and what make it dope is he'll have all hands on deck for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll be, there'll be a big influence in his life just because sure won't allow anything else but i'm saying he'll have my teachings but then my teachings into them and where mm-hmm. they spoke in my teaching and they'll spin my teachings into now nah, look this is how you get around that. exactly no it, it, it's going to be a nice uh, a nice chess match to, to come <laughs> no because they are going to pour into him like that's how it was with my my little sister. Like we're ten years apart, so when it was time for her to go to college, I like was like, "All right, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we need to do." Because they had already, you know, with me, but with her, I'm like, "All right, you need room and board. I got your room and board. I'm gonna pay for that. I'm gonna pay for you, you know, like certain things and stuff." Like I was helping my parents out because. I was in a position to like help. I was staying at home. I wasn't really doing nothing, but uh, <laughs> that's, like, how, that's how you know that they raised you right because it 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 just falls in line naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it don't got to be forced, and it just it, it all makes sense. It will, and I but I just want you to understand that just because of that, don't take that as a slight. What you did is something that is commendable and it's something that you should really, really be proud of. And I, I'm, I'm a simp. I probably cry every night. When I, say, <laughs> I probably cry like y'all did it. Like, thank you. <laughs> and shout out to black fathers, man, black men yes. in their child's life, black men being positive role models and influences in their child's life. Because again, like C said, you did it like you know what i'm saying like you are the parent they are a reflection of you where they are up until this point in their life is a reflection of the parenting that they got at home so if they're good people they learned it from home you know what i'm saying and it's a testament to you specifically and then as a black man in america like just breaking down all of the stereotypes all of that is necessary like and it don't get talked about enough so we here to highlight it and keep the round of applause going you know Beautiful, saying? smart girls. Like, they not no dummy. They smart girls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they got it. And that's that's something that's that's commendable. Like, you you want your... And that's what me and my, um, you know, my other half was talking about. Because he was like, what's more important for a, a son to have his father or for a girl to have their father? And I said, it's crucial for both. Um, I don't think one is more important than the other. Because that father figure in your life I know I could speak for myself taught me what to deal with and what I'm going to put up with and my standards for a man yeah he, him and my mom may have had some stuff but you cannot say even to my mom I'd be like yo that's my dad like 
watch watch what you're saying. Don't talk about my dad. Like, because <laughs> that's my dad. And so for a guy, I feel like he needs that guidance because you need someone to teach you how to be a man, how to navigate through life and how to have a man temperament. Sometimes a lot of men don't have that temperament, whereas though you need to think about things and you need to think about the way things could go before you escalate them to the next level. And I feel like a real father figure. Exactly. Processing emotion. Exactly. Uh, a man needs to. Uh, a man has the physical strength to sit a boy down mm-hmm. and process that physical emotion. Where it gets to a certain age, where a woman can't physically make that boy press process mm-hmm. that emotion, like physically. No, yeah. no, you sit here and you're gonna stop and gain control of yourself until you know what I'm saying. That's Absolutely. What, well, I, I, it's processing the emotion. I think the word you was looking for. Yeah. Well, you would know better than me because I'm not a man, right? So you would know. I can only express it from what I see. And so what I'm saying is as far as like, if I'm seeing, like you said, processing, I know that real men don't act off of emotion. They usually um, take in everything that's given to them and then they move accordingly. Well said, lady and gent um so yeah so yeah shout out to you um now on the uh <laughs> this, this is a wild segue <laughs> this is a wild segue you about to bring us down full disclosure yeah maybe maybe it might happen um thanks but, for the heads up yeah 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 i want that i want to at least set the tone because this is, is a wild segue but um i saw a click from a podcast i don't know the name of the podcast it's not important But the topic of what they were speaking about um, was saying that, is there a war on the minds of children? And they were saying about, you know, speaking to society's standards, right? Um, We know, obviously, that the world of today is different than the world we grew up, which is different than the world our parents grew up in, so on and so forth, right? Um, And of course, the topic of conversation, or not of course, but the topic of conversation in in this piece was how... Some woman, a politician maybe, or maybe she was on the school board or something of the sort, but she was making a statement basically saying if her seven-year-old child says that he or she believes that they were born in the wrong gender, it is their, it is the, the adult or the parent's right to affirm that in that child and say, okay, if you if you think this, then okay, this is right. And this is what we're going to go with. So the conversation that was taking place was just a panel of three guys talking about how they vehemently disagreed with that line of thinking and essentially said that that's bad parenting to allow a seven-year-old child to make a decision so you know so monumental uh the 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 guy said okay if you're saying if you're 35 years old and you're allowing this seven-year-old to tell you i i know better you know they only had seven years on the planet but i know better than you know whatever i'm being told then you as the 35 year old are dumb because you're saying that you're (laughs) you're matched in equal understanding of a seven-year-old which we know should not be the case now of course, um, you all are parents. Obviously, we just bigged you up, Gerd, and see, we know you have children. So the the sentiment of children being able to make certain decisions like that, 
What side of the fence, see, I guess I'll start with you. Do you stand on in that or do you agree with the sentiments of the guy and that that shouldn't, you know, be the case? I don't even allow my kids to choose what they want to eat. So you might not even want <laughs> See, a democracy over here. You either eat it or I starve you out. <laughs> you will eat it eventually. <laughs> you <gotta> starve out. <laughs> said, start it off at dinner. Get to the bed the next day. <laughs> You know, you don't want it for breakfast, neither. I you just have it for lunch. Yeah, yeah, word. <laughs> now, if I'm not critical over dinner, <laughs> how you think the rest of life will go? <laughs> but I'm gonna say this: see, we 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 need more more like it because most people are just leaving it to television to raise their kid. Like, like it, it, it's you put the TV on in front of them and then you let it be what it is. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's dope. You saying that, that or, no, the, I, or the iPad, you know what I'm saying? Or, I, or the phone. It's dope. You say they're going to do what I said. Yeah, they should. Like You have to because... In, but ain't in that a, the whole point of it? Yes. But the, but the thing is, it's just like, okay, parenting, it's no manual for that, right? And I, and this is full open honesty and disclosure. I don't know if it's because I feel comfortable talking. To you. <laughs> you can, it's, it's the same space. <laughs> y'all my friends, so I feel open and honest. And, I, and I'm going to say this. And maybe this will help somebody else. But I never knew what it took to be a parent. I've only seen it. Because like I said, me and my sister were 10 years apart. So like when I noticed that my child wasn't developing the way that she should have been, I started, you know, looking up other avenues, reaching out to other people. And I had to be that proactive parent. I had to take her out of regular daycare and put her into a um, ABA therapy, which is for autism, which helps her, you know, learn a certain way. Then ultimately they help me teach her. My oldest child is very particular in everything. She separates her Apple Jacks in colors. Like <laughs> she is super, super smart. She puts her shoes on the right feet. Like I tell her to go do something. She can automatically grasp it. You show her a puzzle one time, she'll get it. Like she's not slow in that aspect but in other aspects she is slower to draw so I have to kind of learn how to do that with her now getting back to your point on and that's the one that I gotta starve out because she tries it because she thinks oh I'm gonna go rub up on my dad he gonna give me some Cheetos and I'm gonna just call it a night nah <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat this broccoli I've enslaved all day you gotta eat the broccoli you gotta eat something I gotta make you a, a smoothie or something or I gotta try to give you some sort of protein or some sort of vegetable even if I gotta go the extra mile and juice it for you that's called momming ladies it's called momming like I have to juice I have to buy you protein shakes I have to buy you vitamins I have to do different things I give you sea moss I, I put that in your, your smoothie or whatever you know like it's different things that make sure this stuff goes so you're not missing the nutrition that you have to. And I am tired. <laughs> I am tired. So if little Timmy or who Johnny tell me that they want to be a woman or a man, 
Nigga, you better huh? eat this broccoli. And I'll talk to you in a couple of years. <laughs> I don't have time for that because I didn't figure out all this stuff like, to, to keep your ass alive <laughs> you told me and that's what you and that's what you want to talk about tonight at the dinner table not happening not happening <laughs> guess who lost their time to talk at the table tonight? <laughs> the, the only thing you better say is this broccoli is al dente it's not soft it's got the right nutrition in it. I needed to crunch when you eat it. I don't care. I don't want to talk to you about your sexuality. At no age under, I would say we could start talking sexuality talk around 14, 15. 18. I say 14, 15. 18. 14, 15. We could start talking about I don't want to hear it. 18. Start, I, I'm going to give them 14, 15 because I know that's when... That's when I started liking the opposite sex like that. Like, that's when I was like, yo, like, this nigga is, like, my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> But you got to think, kids is going to be more advanced. So you yeah. told me about mad long ago. <laughs> First of all, don't do that to me. You trying to act like I'm old, old. You talking about something that long ago, like it was the 80s. Nah, this was the 90s, the 2000s. Like, oh. 2000s. My bad, respectfully. <laughs> all I'm saying is is just that I can accept you talking about your sexuality around 14, 15 because by 18 you're going to really know what you are and what you like but, but around you know, 14 or 15 no, unknow, no again unknow, no again but that's unknow. not to say that you can't do that I'm not saying I'm going to get hear it until you do what oh you want well, you run a tight ship. Maybe I should listen to what you say because you didn't did it already. You didn't hey, did it now. all. I'm just saying, <laughs> like you, you, I get it. You feel things, but now ain't the time. Well, let me see your report card. Your sexuality. Oh, no, 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 Bert. <laughs> that comes first. That comes first. No, no, like, no. I want but you I'm saying to when be able to articulate with... that. I want you to be able to articulate that and not to just worry about the opposite sex and not and have failing grades. If you're telling me I feel like this and you got all F's, well, I feel like you're a dummy. So (laughs) you need to prove me wrong. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hold a time out real quick. So it was an old uh, Shannon Sharp clip. And uh, (laughs) this one, he was still playing in the NFL. And he was telling a story about how he always was outspoken, right? He said he was brought up that way. He always was outspoken. So he said he was telling a story about one day he was in class and they was telling another kid to um to read out loud. So the dude was reading out loud and he was like, um, he was like, uh, Johnny can't, Johnny can't, Johnny can't. He was like, and it sounded like Johnny can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he said the teacher kicked him out or whatever. He got kicked out of class, whatever, whatever. But that was mad funny. Sound like Johnny can't read. But that's what it. But that, oh, that Cause she said, um, you, "I feel like you a dummy," and it made me think of. <laughs> yeah, it made Johnny me think can't of that. read. <laughs> But that's, I, I get what you're saying. It's always going to be about, you know, 
figuring it out in academia, but I just feel like, know. you know. I'm saying, like, I, I, I get you have feelings. They're not important. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel at 14, it's not important. You're supposed to feel it. You you go through it. You know, if you want to have those questions, but we're not talking about how you, like, I'm, I'm just, I don't have time. Like you, you I would look, want you to express that to me, though, as a parent. I would. I would want you to feel comfortable enough to express it to me. I get it. 18. And we could build on that. Whatever you want to do at 18, we'll figure it out. I'm cool exactly. with it. Exactly. No, but Gert, you're not wrong at the 18. You're not. But I'm saying at 14 or 15, if you're feeling that way, I want you to feel open enough as a as a parent and as an individual. I want you to feel open enough to express that to me. I was I'm, open enough and I expressed that to my parent. And my mom was like, okay, not at that age. But she was just like, you know, you go on birth control. Like... This is what happens. Well, here's the thing, right? To your point, though, earlier, not too long ago, you just said kids are way more advanced and they will be even more advanced in 10 years or so, right? So, like, as uh, C's saying 14, 15, you're saying 18. Well, where does that sliding scale no, come? No, 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 no. I'm open to all conversations, but what you want to do sexually... Actions, yeah. I agree. Home. Like what you like, we could talk about it, sure. I agree. But there's nothing happening. Like it, 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 you have you're not to switching your gender. Really. You're not doing. You gotta it. understand, like our dynamic. I'm still your father at the end. Mm-hmm. Of the day. Like yeah, we'll take the necessary precautions, get done what we got to do or whatever. We'll handle it. But just understand, like you're talking. Certain shit is for certain, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm open to all conversations. I I want all of the smoke because I'd rather you hear my yes. of it, my opinion on it first, and then do what you want with that before you go get it from somebody else. And I'd rather you not be scared and make a reckless decision because there are certain avenues where they are allowing kids at like 16 or whatever to do certain things. They're allowing them to do, you know certain you know just just let's let's just say certain things whereas though a kid is not considered a kid anymore they're considered a person who has and it and it might come into play later on like free authority to do whatever they want over their body these rights and stuff that they scream about or whatever um i just feel that certain things or they might meet up with the wrong with the wrong people and they might be able to, you know, snedaggle some things and get some things that way. I'd rather you feel open and comfortable to me to come to me and just say, Hey, something happened. I made a mistake. This is what it is. I don't want you to ever feel like I am that closed minded. Whereas though you can't tell me what's going on. Cause you can, you can harm yourself and the problem. And I just like to add that that it it should be that way. Right. Mom should be, who you go to with the with the, the bullshit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was that you. I, I was trying to find the right way to put that. Thanks for the help. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> that is who you go to when it's a real problem. Don't worry me with the 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 little feeling. shit. I get yeah, it. I don't. I don't got time to process it. <laughs> Give it to me when it's time to, you know, what you want to do about action, it. Action, when it's time for action. Yeah, hey, this is how it's going to be. I'm 18 now, and it's a cool. You know? 
Nigga said, holla back at 18. He said, better you than me, baby. (laughs) 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 Now, life is life, man. Life is going to be what it is, man. You just take it. I cannot. (laughs) Holla back. (laughs) Hey, uh, so, um. I uh shout out to uh Woozy Vegas, aka Bad Lungs. I didn't think he'd be joining us tonight. I was gonna say you're not gonna ask Woozy. Woozy got, got the got the double dose. We we got Bad Lungs in the building. What's 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 the word? Say what up to the to the people. Yeah, what's modulating, Lord? What's modulating out there? Mobilization. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know I'm at the coffee table doing what I do. You know what I mean? Count my money face up. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm about to do what I do. But what, what, what are we talking about? What's the business? What the business is? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a wild conversation. Yeah, you said a lot. You said a lot. It's a lot. I mean, mainly the, the whole idea is just parenting, um, different parenting methods, and how present you are as a parent in your child's life, as opposed to allowing the kid by these new societal norms to kind of take the helm and take the will and say, I want this and this is how I want things to be. And I think this and I think that, you know, people are trying to pump that agenda like parents are now wrong for wanting uh, their kids to grow up how they want to raise them. Right. (laughs) That ain't your kid, nigga. Turn it over to me. (laughs) He think that way. He has to accept everything. Right, it's feelings too many. Uh, that's so my kid ain't allowed to feel. Like, ain't that the whole point of having kids is to like give them your ideas and hope they push it further than you did to mold them and give them <laughs> your you ideology? You just give them the tools to be greater than you, not necessarily be you a better you, be a greater, like just whatever they want to be. I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, carry the last name a step further. Yeah, sometimes, but that that puts pressure on them, and then they resent. Sometimes they get resentful. It should be pressure on them. Kids need pressure. Uh, Michael Jordan's son, he failing through the pressure. That nigga is like (laughs) not doing well. Woozy's right. Fell through pressure. I heard too. I heard that team. He ain't just sell it because he wanted to. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Pressure. I heard you bet it all on black. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, pressure is pressure is good, and for children, pressure is good because um, you know, like like we've spoken about this before. The idea of participation trophies is bullshit, right? Because you have to understand what it feels like to not be good enough, and you have to sit in that feeling and understand. And decide, I don't like this. I don't mm-hmm. want this. So what do I have to do to not feel this? That's where the parenting and the village comes in because now they help guide you. Okay, next time do it like this. Or you can avoid it by doing that. Then you apply it. You try again. You fail again. You keep going. But that idea of just getting praise for doing nothing is not going to create a, a productive citizen in society it's just going to create entitled complacent people and they're just going to flood the world and take up space (laughs) (laughs) never mind you just described the whole race of people yeah society (laughs) society sets you up 
to start to start to start in default with like holidays and you telling your seeds certain things. I granted we it's it's, it's a part of our, our culture now, but you starting with an asterisk. Then how you gonna how you gonna try to discipline or tell somebody something when you just been lying to them for 10, 15, 20 years? And now you got to start. You feel what I'm saying? So starting from behind, you're starting at you're already starting from that, and then you don't even some of some of these parents don't truly know themselves, yet let alone know their children. So now it's a disconnect. Now they're talking to their friends more than the parents. So then that's you got that dynamic going on. So I think we need to know learn ourselves first before we can even learn anything else. You know what I'm saying? Knowing yourself would uh, help you way more than any book, any coach, any online TikTok you didn't see about something. But <laughs> know yourself first. You know what I'm saying? And discipline. We lack discipline, man, as a society. Like we 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 sport we a spoiled society, especially in America. Especially in America. Um we have all of this all of the distractions, we have all of the options, and we trying to do it all. <laughs> and they're trying giving to do they, it all without doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> press a button, like yep, clean the shit, man. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we saw about it before, like the vacuum cleaner that just cleans your crib by yourself. Like, what the fuck? All right, so what do you... So now you don't know how to clean. So oh now... Oh, my God. Don't do that. The Roomba? Hey, look, I'm saying you're not sharpening... You're not sharpening any skills, right? So here's the thing. thing. <laughs> I have an upstairs and a downstairs. And yo, C said, motherfucker, shut up. <laughs> I need you to calm down. The Roomba has been... No, real talk though. Like I'm saying, and then Jerry said, "No, real talk though." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which skills am I supposed to sharpen? Because I got an upstairs and a downstairs. The, the upstairs requires work. Well, downstairs... well we talking we talking about kids though, right? So I'm just saying, generally speaking, all of the devices and all of the advancements of technology and all of these different things has made society lazy because they do things for us, right? So we're used to. An, auto an autonomous type of society where we can press a button or we can set a schedule or, you know, we can speak out instructions and things just happen. Whereas, right. whereas before you had to actually do it. Now there are benefits to it. Nobody's saying don't use it, but to totally ignore it <clears throat> and to not, uh, to not engage in it at all. I personally believe is a disservice because it makes you sharper to have more and more skills and just have to more vacuum? and more information. I don't I'm not think talking about vacuum, vacuum. Yo. I'm not I talking about vacuum. She really, she really on this vacuum shit. I caught it. Now you hit the nerve. <laughs> Is the Rumba 2000? I think you should just let bygones be bygones. <laughs> I mean, it comes with three filters, Jerry. Breeze in the air after. <laughs> you get a free year of filters, Jerry. Come on, not the room. Not the room. Let bygones be bygones, and you can go get the hell on. <laughs> you're not taking away my room, but <laughs> oh, this nigga coming for me. <laughs> she said a dee 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 bamba. <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Am I a half ass mom? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Nah, but um no, that's a that's a good talk. It's an interesting talk because I mean it's just a lot 
it's just a lot, man. <laughs> it's a lot from day to day. They changing shit, changing rules, and then you know it gets tricky. So, um, yeah. Now I do kind of want to transition into just speaking about tricky and trickery, right? So we were kind of talking off off mic about how speaking of society, things as we got older, we realized weren't really ever what they seem, right? We were told one thing or we were told the lie or we told a bunch of lies that we believed or we thought was the truth. Maybe it was coming from our teachers. Maybe it was coming from the, the people on the news or the president or just society or programming, whatever, right? So it's hard to trust anything anymore or take anything for face value, right? So you got two, two events I want to talk about. One being... Obviously, the West Coast is known to having natural disasters and wildfires and things of that nature. And that's that's common practice on the West Coast. On the East Coast, it's not a thing. Right. And a couple of weeks ago in Canada, there was said to be, I forget, some wild amount of acres that caught on fire via via a wildfire and the smoke and all of that started making its way down the East Coast, New York, New Jersey. I don't know if it met uh, Pennsylvania at all, but I know the tri-state area was deeply affected, right? And Wolves, you can speak to this because you were actually there. Um, do you think that that's actually, you know, a real thing? Like you believe that the story of it was a wildfire and that's the smoke and that and all of that? Or do you think that maybe something real happened and then they'd use that as an opportunity to... <laughs> spray some shit in the air at the same damn time you know what i'm saying like i don't know right because again just having things at face value so wolves first talk about how bad it was right because you you know you ripping and running the streets you know driving around and seeing what's going on how bad was it actually that shit was like what's that movie with will smith and the dogs <laughs> i am legend she was like i am legend out this moment it was orange you couldn't see foggy Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. But um I don't know, man. Like you just never know with these motherfuckers. Like I can't say yay or nay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like on one hand, I'm like, all right, where did the shit come from? Right? Because it came from somewhere. But on the other hand, like they'll lie, they'll lie to you all day to tell you because niggas and Kevin said we good <laughs> I ain't see that I ain't seen that one tree burned down this mother, we all right I don't know where that shit coming from that must be coming from the other Canada goddamn must be two sides because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's basically the consensus we was getting online you know what I'm saying so I don't know and then the what? other day it was supposed to be part two but part two ain't look like part one so I don't know, you know what I'm saying because see I saw the part, part two, two. <laughs> no, I, I no. What he saw, so I saw a news conference, right? A press conference in New York. It was a lady. I don't know who she was, but she was speaking, and she basically was saying that she wants people to start getting these certain type of masks that they recommend that you can be able to breathe in because they anticipate it's going to be even worse. She was saying what average air quality is and what they projected the air quality to be, which was like ten times worse. Um, and that was one of the first things that kind of read a little weird to me, um, or at least made me raise my eyebrow because, you know, it's one thing to kind of see how things are and kind of try to prepare people, but it just felt like the way that she was describing things, it felt too accurate on 
exactly how she knew it was going to be, what you needed, this, that, and the third. And it almost reminded me of, or it was like remnants of, you know, COVID and how they, you know, treated that whole situation. So that's why I want to ask somebody who actually was boots on the ground, what it looked like. I saw pictures, you know, and I have spoken to people, but just wanted to get your perspective on that. Yeah, they sent out a chart that was depicting the the severity of like the air pollution. And I guess it go by colors. I didn't even know that. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's this color, it's this bad. If it's that color, it's that bad. So I don't know. They just said, be safe, my G. You know what I'm saying? Get travel safe. <laughs> That's all they said. They put the chart out to travel safe. This is Governor Murphy I'm talking about, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Or so I don't know. Again, I guess there's nothing else to kind of add to that other than be safe, pay pay attention, stay aware. Um, you know, don't be ignorant on purpose. That's one of my sayings, because you know, at some point in time, you gotta have some responsibility for something. I'm just saying. Um, but on the flip side, I don't know how much you guys heard about this, but there is something called an internet apocalypse. Right. And the general consensus is that there's something that's supposed to happen via the planets and the solar system and the sun and all of this that causes, um, you know, it to mess with the satellites and in turn can knock out the Internet globally for an extended amount of time. So I want to read this. It says, what is the Internet apocalypse? So it says, while many have attributed the Internet apocalypse phrasing to NASA directly, it appears as though it actually stemmed from a 2021 paper about a solar storm impact presented by the University of California. In the paper, the research looked at solar superstorm that could potentially cause large-scale internet outages covering the entire globe and lasting for months. So, um, I mean, that sounds crazy, right? But then again, I don't know nothing about the solar system. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on up there. I can't, I totally ignorant. And I don't even know how many planets is it? <laughs> is it nine? Yeah, they just added on one, I think. So See? now it's 10. Well, See? It's, it's I it's I'm sorry, I'm eating. Broken. Okay, well, at least I got that right. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, solar system man. <laughs> solar man. Solar man. Meteor man. I'm not meteor man. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap is right. That's mad funny. Um, <laughs> but they said, uh, they said it could potentially enter and dam dam ah, damage long distance cables that constitute the backbone of the of the internet. So, I don't know, man. If something like that happens, right, let's just take it at face value and this thing happens. Supposedly, it has happened before. Something similar to this has happened, but it only supposed to happen maybe once every 500 years. So they project, I think, maybe 2025 was the initial projection from mad years ago that that's when the next time it will happen. But they're seeing that things have increased and it's seeming like, you know, it may happen sooner rather than later. Now, let's just take all of that information and deal with the idea of being Wi-Fi-less, internet-less for, let's say, two months, right? Obviously, the world changes. Everything changes instantly. Um, does it affect 
Or let's just talk about how it affects our lives, right? Let's start with work. See, does it affect your your livelihood in terms of of work or won't be as impactful for you personally? What I can say is that I'm not sure how to feel about this whole thing because you just never know. It's 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 just always something and it's always some form of propaganda. So the only thing that you can just do is just, you know, make sure you got some gold in your house and some. Uh, <laughs> Not the gold. And some stacks. <laughs> Patron or <on> ice. <laughs> I don't even drink uh, Patron, but I'm just saying. So in other words, you're saying you don't know what the hell to do. Got I don't it. know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just keep playing praying to God. Yeah. yeah. All right. We, we got it. We got it. I work in the cyber. I mean, security, but it just sounds like a threat and a risk. If yeah, anybody else knows. It's, it's over, y'all. It's over. That We don't know what the hell to do. Look, the first thing we do is take a nigga shit, get sauce, and have a good time and party. Party and bullshit. Look, wait, wait, wait. All I'm just saying is, it's just that I was in a grocery store the other day and I was like, when they start wi- wiping down the carts, remember when they was wiping down the carts? Like, yeah, word. They ain't wiped the damn thing in, in, in months, over a year. Over <laughs> a year. So they're just like, okay, if you catch COVID, that's on your own. Like that's ROR, your own recognizance. Like my thing is this. I don't know what to think anymore. And people are getting mad. Like I seen the other day, 50 was clowning Redman for not getting the shot, but he was fine for not getting the shot because the shot does not deter you from getting COVID. <laughs> it just says that when you get it, your body or your immune system is supposed to fight it or whatever, whatever it's supposed right. to do. Everything that's FDFA approved, I'm learning is some bull crap. So I don't, what I am saying to you is just, I don't know. Right. And everything that I've known to like be something is nothing because FDFA approved means it was a bunch of people that said, this is okay to do. We think it's okay. That's it. All right. So sell it. Like it it doesn't mean anything. It don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. And speaking on that point too, about the USDA recently just approved lab created chicken man i don't this, even want it no this is a fact man, i don't want it but the thing about it is you may not want the thing that specifically says lab created right because it's just not a logical thing knowing what we know however but it's been lab created but, though and that's my point if they're telling you about it now and today how long do you think they actually been doing it without telling you or mislabeling things i, I saw something about mislabeling things organic it can say organic stick it have an organic sticker on it but if it don't have a certain color code or something it ain't really organic like there's so many different tricks to the trade we don't know what's going on anymore right and we're not in control because we're not in control of the agricultural uh, agricultural market so oh, i'm gonna be in control of my agricultural market because i'm about to have a garden out here in this backyard which is a beautiful thing, which more of us should do. And a lot of us talk about doing it. So we here may do it, but people just be talking. No, right? it's so- a lot of black women that I work with that do it. Like they have the land and they have like 
like, all right, it's ignorant, but it says Mexican on the corner. And she built like a little fort. And I wanted to say, hey, Mexican, could you come over here and build this fort in my yard? But that's I crazy. Can't... You can't address her like that. That's what you're doing? That's crazy. <laughs> nah, that's that's unacceptable, see? <laughs> that's, like, that's like somebody coming to you and say, hey, nigger. No, it's like somebody saying, hey, black girl, could you braid my hair? Like, it's like that. Nah. So if she's seen braids on my... Uh, it, clicked it, up. it clicked it up a little bit. I feel you. <laughs> it was a smooth, it was smooth, but it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, black, could you come braid? I'll be like, see, yeah, black sure. is nasty. Hey, black is nah, hey, black brother. is nasty. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother is tricky, yo. Yeah, brother yeah. is super tricky, yo. Brother <laughs> is super tricky. Cause a white man to try to call you brother in a minute, it's like, hold on, brother. <laughs> now nah, that's mean? a different type of brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, brother. No, nah, but I'm just saying, but they they when they came over here, they just like built their whole little fort up and it was just like, oh, we grow on food over here. And like I seen it and I like it. And I'm like, how can I try to get their help? Like to be like, hey, could you help me? And then like the black women that I work with, they do it. So they were just like, oh, we'll come over and we'll show you. That's the type of stuff that we need. We need that community outreach and stuff like people to show you because like not trying to be funny but i'm from jersey i don't know how to garden like i don't know how yeah. to do that stuff and not trying yeah. to say that people from jersey don't know how to do it because it is the garden state but i just don't know how to do it <laughs> i know now i don't know either but I, I i do want to i think it's yeah. important uh i've thought it's been important for a while i'll be honest i think shout out to killer mike i think killer mike might have been the first person to kind of have me thinking like that because if y'all remember that show i think it was called triggered or it was something it was a show that uh uh killer mike had on netflix where he was going around to different places and he was he was doing um like he had to get his own food or something like that y'all know what i'm talking about did y'all ever see that a few years ago on it netflix? was like a show yeah, yeah. that he I remember that. yeah that was like the first time I was actually like thinking about it. Like, damn, okay, I don't know how to hunt. I don't know the first thing about growing corn, or you know, what I'm saying like, or whatever. Like, yeah, you would Girls, think okay. You trying to hunt? <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to do it all. Honestly, honestly, why Listen, you playing? I don't know how to hunt. We live in Jersey. We live next to people. We can't hunt. Like. But that's not true, though, only because at the part of Jersey that I'm from, you can't because it's no space. But yeah. if you go to if you go to central Jersey where shit spread out and you oh, got yeah. more space. No, but that's what I'm saying. Even with us calling a garden state, like, I don't know how to like, I'm just saying, like, simple stuff that we should know how to do based off of, like, our living conditions. Like, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the fact that we was trying to get this stuff situated and we had all the space and opportunity to do it where we was at. Niggas just didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we know are, how. You, right. You didn't know how and nobody ever taught us because they didn't know how. So exactly. now that we get more information, it is our, in my opinion, it's our responsibility. Each one teach one, right? So, and you start small. I mean, you're not going to just start out with a whole 
uh, feel like Rick Ross. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't going to just start there. But if you got a little, you can actually put them in pots. They don't even have to have a yard outside. You can do them indoors or in exactly. different pots and things like that. Like my mom, yeah, my mom started growing some 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 vegetables and stuff like that. At her so like, it's those little things and those little steps because they're controlling it through the food, they're controlling it through the water, and then they're controlling it through the programming on TV and the music and the and the like. It's crazy, right? So if we allow anxiety to like overcome, you're gonna be overwhelmed, and you're probably just gonna end up saying fuck it and just going <laughs> going with a cycle because it's a lot easier. But instead, take a breath. It's not as as crucial. To, to, you know, allow yourself to get overwhelmed, but like start one step at a time and just try to make incremental steps about being better and whatever that means and whatever that looks like for every individual person. So um, back to the original question of if we're without internet for two months, it affects everything, right? It affects this right here. We're not able to communicate the same way and produce a podcast. Now, maybe that that says, okay, Maybe you take it to live shows or maybe you, you know, just reshape your business brand, which we know COVID did that, right? That made the world change in terms of how work is set up, how companies are set up, all of these different things. So, um, but the, the connectivity portion would be very interesting because never mind no Wi-Fi, like we wouldn't be able to talk. If there's no Wi-Fi, it's no LTE. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't no cell phone. It's over. It's done. So now you back to community. You back to what's immediately around you. How you going to act? Do you even like the people around you? Do you know how to interact with the people around you? Do you know anybody around you? Are you in a bubble? Do you know how to communicate and ask? Like you said, see, asking the people next door. I know you're joking, but like, you know, some people don't even know how to talk to people. Like simple things that you would think is basic, but we've gotten so far away from it due to how rapid society has been moving and pressing forward. And if we had to take a step back like that, I think that um, a lot of people would be depressed. I'll tell you that. A lot of people would be depressed. And how we get money would definitely change as well. So it's something to just kind of keep your eye on. It's not like it's anything that we can do about it. But maybe in the meantime, if you could set up some sort of infrastructure to where you could still you know, make a pivot in the event that some catastrophic uh, event like that happens. I guess that's the 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 only way. Uh, Wolves. No, that's going That would extremely fuck the economy up because we're so connected to the Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? The Wi-Fi is the life right now. So some businesses will thrive. You know, they it's it's a, it's a it's a pendulum swinging, but a lot of shit gonna fail. So. I don't know, man. I don't see no business thriving, Wu. So, like, I can't, cause like banking online. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't see anything like really thriving. Well, well you are still thriving is 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 a, is a strong word. Let me rephrase. I I think some, you know, the the, the businesses that that rely just on like brick and mortar. Food, yeah, there you go. Brick and mortar, that's the word. Yeah, that don't rely on too much of nothing but actual community and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like going the Walmart to. and the Kate and all that, that shit gonna get fucked up. With the, the, no Wi Fi, it's over. Hey, what about 
<clears throat> sporting events, right? Because you just made me think about, um, I don't know what made me think about that, but it's like sporting events, right? So now we can't, we can't watch the game at home, right? We can't watch the game at home or whatever the case may be. But now the tickets got to go through the roof at that point. They got to, right? Because if you pay in $300 for a seat already, right? And now it's no Wi-Fi. Nobody can do nothing. So only the, the 50, 60, 70, 80,000 people that are in this particular stadium, these are the only people that know what's going on right now. Uh, yeah, that $300 ticket doubles. So now are the stadiums even being packed as much? Are people valuing it more or less? It either doubles or go down. Yeah, one or the other, right? But I mean, they got to make their money back as best as they could. We talking about corporations, billion dollar corporations like the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, you know, these billion dollar entities that have contracts tied up and advertising, um, you know, deals and things of that nature. They got to make their money back. So going down is pretty much never an option. <laughs> but the world also never, you know, has gone through, at least as we know it, something that catastrophic. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. What do you think, you think that would be, be worse than what we went through in 2020? Absolutely. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Directly affecting, like, that's instantaneously affecting the world. That's not like traveling from. That's like in seconds, the whole world is altered. Globally, and they said globally, yeah. So like, because and the reason why it would take so long to get back up and running is because we're talking about again a solar system situation. So these are this shit is beyond us, right? It's things burning and satellites destroyed that are in outer space, and you know. All of that, that don't just get reconnected if you ain't got no connection to start with. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to take some time. It's going to take a long time. And, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's something to just keep your eye on. Like I said, I don't know how we can safeguard against it, honestly, because in what forum is the Internet not incorporated today? You know? The internet is incorporated in every form. Um, they, they still gonna have court though. I bet you the courthouse be open. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna find a way to get them the court fees. <laughs> Yo, speaking of court, you heard um this is Jersey. I don't know about everybody else, but it's always good to to find that out because it might it might be adopted in certain other states, but. They just got rid of uh, um, what you call that corn appointed lawyer fees? What you call that? What you call that? When they appoint the lawyer for you? Oh, what district attorney? They, no, not district attorney. What's their name? I'm bugging right now. What's their name? Like the free lawyers' name? Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's I'm with you. I'm with you. But you, you know, you, you know, you know what I'm saying, though. That is defense attorney. Defense yeah, attorney. Yeah. All right, don't just they all act like I'm a no, public no, no. defender. The, the, the public defender. Movie. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Public <laughs> defender. You can say everybody but the P P D, baby. I'm like, wait, let me get let me get my shit off. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they just um 
they just waive. They don't. They're not gonna charge people for public defenders, and they're not. And they're gonna lift the liens if you owe the public defender and whatever. However, they whipped up this new bill that they got pays them out and shit. So that's pretty dope. I don't Where know, is I don't it? Know. Federal? Huh? Is that federal level? I mean, that's Jersey right now, but I can see okay. that being being. I can see that being in people's campaign <laughs> coming up for like you know, what I mean, the next couple of years, and hey, we're gonna abolish. You know what I mean, I can see people put throwing that in the mix. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of things people. they they uh taking away. Uh, speaking of Jersey, because now Jersey is officially the only state in the country that. Um, still has gas attendance. Oregon was the other one. They just ended a 72-year-old ban that, um, you know, prevented people from having to pump their own gas. So now all people in the state of Oregon, now they got to start pumping their own gas. And Jersey's the I only state. I got me a gas attendant. You better marry you a gas attendant. <laughs> Get you one. <laughs> Get you one, because I got me one. <laughs> <laughs> nah but um you know it's crazy because a lot of people don't know that like people who've never been to jersey probably never even seen that before you know what i'm saying like ha not having to pump your own gas like that was culture shock for me when i first went to school you know i pull up to the spot <laughs> i pull up to the spot i'm sitting in the whip like oh yo what's, what's good i'm waiting I'm like, yeah like <laughs> i ain't know you know what i'm saying so all Everybody over the country like, but you lost, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably thought he was an op. They probably was like, "Who's the way doing?" He looked like he, he's sitting on something. Cause you just I mean, sitting there at the gas tank. You look a little suspicious. Well, well, I mean, full disclosure. All right. Well, basically, I wasn't by myself. I was driving. Somebody was in the car with me, <laughs> and they basically was like, "Yo, what you doing?" Like. <laughs> I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> like, and she's like, yo, you gonna pump the, you gonna put gas in the car? So I didn't know, right? I didn't even know. Like, I had to be taught and showed how to do this shit. Girl, you never went on a tour? Excuse me? You didn't go on a college tour? You what does that have there? to do with, what does, what does that mean to, what does that because mean? Because when gas? I went on the college tour, we discovered that we had to pump our own gas. You so discovered? Why are you that... talking about my discovery? I'm just asking. <laughs> like asked what? We we discovered, nigga. <laughs> I didn't yes, go on your tour. <laughs> this is a safe space. <laughs> the fuck? No, I was just asking. Look, she, no, she tried. To... No, she tried to get her get back for the room, but no, that's what it is. <laughs> no. Never. I was just asking a question. Like I was dead ass. Like, wait, like you just I wasn't driving on the college tour. <laughs> I didn't have oh. a license. Oh, my bad. <laughs> didn't have a license. I was not <laughs> licensed or insured. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm like, I just I just I just not, I'm sorry. You know yeah, my, what? I'm not. Yeah, I'm about to say because my college tour, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna mute up my damn self. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess being being in North Jersey, you get a little glimmer of it in New York. In but, New York, in New York, but, but even then, I'm talking about high there. school. You know, like it wasn't that much. Even though I was going, like I had been to New York a bunch of times, but I'm not driving. You know what I'm saying? We taking the train, we taking the bus. 
like what? I'm not thinking about gas. I'm seeing the nah, difference yeah, in gas yeah. prices, but that's not even on my on my and radar. Niggas from Jersey tell you we gonna gas up because them niggas in New York. That <laughs> shit. <laughs> Twenty five dollars a gallon. Niggas in NY be paying five fifty easy. Yeah, word. Yeah, it gets crazy. And then um, I think. See, I think you were saying, oh, they just, what did they just abolish? Oh, they got rid of affirmative action? Affirmative action. Yeah. Yeah, what happened with that? Well, mm-hmm. like Affirmative action, as far as it, it, it goes into, I know, I didn't really read everything that there, that I was supposed to. Um, So I'm just going to, like, skim over <laughs> what I saw. They were just saying like affirmative action as far as it goes into um, college, you know, acceptance and stuff like that. Like um, I read that Charles Barkley um, gave Auburn State five million dollars so that they can diversify, you know, that institution because that's where he went. So I think it's it's, um, you know, affirmative action everywhere. That's crucial. So um, I don't. And, and Candace Owens had something to say about it. Um, she was saying that basically <laughs> that there's a lot of Black people in the NBA and that they chose to do affirmative action in the NBA. <laughs> like, she, you know Candace. Y'all know y'all girl. She was saying that... I like um, Candace and you like her too. Don't do that. Sometimes. Sometimes, but not this time, because she was sounding real stupid. Because she was talking about some if Asian basketball players and if white basketball players want to be in the NBA, um, they just have to play harder. She said, um, with affirmative action, I believe that if black people or if, you know, if there's a certain amount of Asian people at Harvard or whatever, if there's a certain amount of white people at Harvard, that black people need to study harder just to get there. And that affirmative action should not be the reason that they are at Harvard, Princeton, Yale, you know, those type of colleges, predominantly white colleges, the Ivy Leagues. Well, I agree that affirmative action shouldn't be the only reason why you get anything or are anywhere. You disagree with that? Um, I'm not saying that I disagree because of affirmative action. What I'm saying is that affirmative action implemented things that Blacks would not have, um, we would not be able to get if that was not there. That's what I am saying. I am not saying that I disagree with what she is saying as far as work harder, as far as, you know, obtain things on your own merit. Um, But what I am saying is that when you are a African-American person, you already have things that are in your way and you have to already prove why you need to be there based off of not only the color of your skin, but your merit, but you being this person. And we could talk about President Obama and all his downfalls or whatever, but he had to prove that he was, you know, educated. He had to prove the person that he preceded, George W. Bush, didn't have what he had. The person who, you know, who came after him didn't have what he had. He had to be better than those two people. His wife was, and I'm not trying to be smart, but his wife was better than him. (laughs) So you have to understand 
those things. You have to understand they both went to Ivy League. They both put in the work. They both put in that that time to be who they are. And it sucks when you say you only got this far because of your black skin. No, they got that far because they were qualified and because they were able to compete with the people that you put them in a classroom with and still reign on top. That's all. I mean, I agree, but I do. <clears throat> we we got to talk about its inception, right? So obviously, this was created because we were just totally getting boxed out altogether. So the programs were implemented just so that we could have an opportunity. Period. To get in the door. Right. So to be at Princeton, to be at Harvard, to be at Yale, we weren't even allowed there. That's why we made HBCUs, which you and I attended. That's why HBCUs were a thing. And it's nothing. And and I will say this to every black person listening. It's nothing like an HBCU. Very true. I would suggest you go there before you go there. <laughs> very true again but now i gotta hold us accountable right and just us by not not just me and you but just us as a people because mm -hmm. the thing about that is part of the reasons why hbcus aren't where they could and should be um in terms of just being on the level of funding uh to resources and all of those different things we don't give back and we don't give back by 30 or 40% left. I, I looked at the numbers the other day. Like, but it's why like, don't we give back? Because when you see Princeton on an application and then you see in no shade and you see Clark Atlanta, you're going with that Princeton uh, person. But it's only because sometimes. of the prestige that they've garnered based on their head start and based on what the relationships of the people who go there have, right? But they give back is the difference, right? So alumni no, donations are what But they help. give back because they can, because it's a cycle of you succeeding. If you are an alumni and let's say you're making, let's just throw a ballpark, ballpark figure out there. If you're making 50K, and you have a family, <laughs> you have, you know, college tuition, you, you have, have bills, you have, <laughs> I'm just saying, you have, nothing. by the time you bring home money, you have nothing. <laughs> you have nothing. So how can you contribute to your alumni? How can you say, oh, I'm going to give $50 a month or I'm going to give, you know, $100 a month to contribute to that school? You don't make enough to contribute to that school. So the problem is, is that we have to start building a different way. We can't, oh, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. it's, I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing, but like we say things like we got to start doing it a different way. We got to build the, but then, okay. Then we, we say, well, how do we do that? Then we, mm -hmm. we're, we respond by saying, we don't know. Right. No, I'm so, not saying that fundraisers different things um it's different organizations that you can join whereas though you can be a part of it or it's is different nonprofits that you can do it's different ways where you could teach kids like right now um we need the for profit not the nonprofit respectfully no, i'm just saying as far as you contributing as, as far as you individually contributing but at, at, as of now they have um it was on the news. I was watching the news the other day. They gave Norfolk State and I think another uh, 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 college in the state of Virginia a grant for their uh, engineering program, for their cyber uh, engineering program or whatever. 
and they were initiating that. It's different ways that you can be recognized. You can write to your local, you know, politicians or whoever, like Mackenzie, uh, uh, the girl that divorced Jeff Bezos, she just gave Norfolk State like a couple million dollars. Yeah, so Norfolk State is on the come up for sure. Yeah, they're, they they give you different ways to, you know, succeed and to make money. But what I am saying is that so far that prestige reigns 300, not 300, I'm sorry, like 200 years or something or, you know, like it, mm -hmm. it reigns. So mm -hmm. it, it's kind of hard trying to get that 90 year or 100 and I forget how long it was around. What, what whatever. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Right. And it's not about um, being equal today. Right. So whatever incremental steps that each individual can do, this person over here can give $50 a month. This person over here can't. So maybe they, um, you know, explore some of the options that you listed or whatever. But the point is everybody has to do their part and everybody has to assume the responsibility of, hey, I'm a part of this and myself included. Right. I don't do enough. So it's like I'm a part of this. This is something that I say I'm proud of, but it's bigger than homecoming weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's like we have to actually pour into it the same way that they poured but into you know us. What, Jerry? I've come to the realization that that shit is a scam. Like, I, I what love is a scam? My, what, what's a scam? I love college. School, I love, college? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's another story. I love Norfolk State for the relationships that it's built. Like, I met you all y'all because of the relationships that it's built for us. But I don't believe in it. Yeah, that's another story. And that's a that's a deeper, darker criminal link for sure. <laughs> for sure. The dark side. The I dark agree. Side. No, but I, in a sense, that 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 can fall into the of why, why, why it's stagnant. Because if you get out of the school, your alumni, whatever, I ain't go to college, so I can't really speak, but I could speak on it from this point, this vantage point of like if you go to a school and you repping it, repping it, then you get out to school and just come to find out it's a scam. Like, I don't think you're going to really try to give back to a scam. But you know what, though? You're not. It's not giving back to a scam or at least that wouldn't be my mindset. Right. It's for my completely school. a scam. For, for my school. That. Right. I wouldn't say that for my school only yeah. because and not just by. I mean, sure, some bias, but, but like my. Subconsciously, you had that in the back of your mind. So when you like well, about to pull out the twenty, by the time you really do <laughs> hand in the envelope, it's four dollars, four fifty, or you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like it ain't. Well, <laughs> I, I think I'm looking at it like this, right? I think I'm looking at it as first of all, speaking of Norfolk State University specifically, right? Well, I feel like yeah, for sure. I feel like we get overlooked just out of HBCUs in general. So. You have Hampton, you have obviously Howard and your Morehouses and your Florida AMs and North Carolina ANTs. Like there, there's certain ones that always get mentioned, right? So I believe that my school in particular, like if you know, you know, and people who know know, but we get looked over in general, right? So just for that Come reason alone, <clears throat> just for that reason alone, I would give back and I'm not thinking scam. The second thing would be. I know what it did for me in my life, right? I know mm -hmm. I know the value that came from me actually going there. The things mm -hmm. that I learned, the people that I met, the relationships I made, et cetera, et cetera. So I would be pouring back into helping to recreate or create those same experiences for up and coming students. 
in the same type of mindset who want to dial into that. So that's what the that's what the giving back thing would be for me. Now, if we're talking about an overall and just how I feel about colleges and universities as a whole, as it pertains to America and their agenda, then, yeah, we're talking scam. But if you know what you want to be like, if you get out of school, I was dating this guy when I was in high school. He said he wanted to be an electrician. He already knew what he wanted to be. He went to Vokey, which is a vocational like technical school. So he was coming out of school already having that underneath his belt. He went to like a community college that's basically like will give you a certification in like to be an electrician in electrical work. And so he ended up making like he's studying his price still make more money than me. Like <laughs> he ended up making more money than me and, and like doing what he had to do, like straight out the gate. Mm-hmm. And he like while he was in that community college, he was doing it. My thing is when you are talking to the youth and when you are talking to, you know, younger people, you have to ask them questions like, what do you want to do? And why? And, and why do you want to do it? And knowing what you want to do and knowing why you want to do it is important because you can facilitate that in so many different ways and you can get it done and you and, and your option may not be college. Like my option was college because I needed to figure out what I needed to do. I needed to make so many wrong mistakes that I actually made the right mistake and tumble in and fumble into the right thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely not for everybody. It's definitely, it's definitely, um, you know, part scam. And then the other part of that is they just, uh, the, the bill that would have forgiven student loan debt that didn't fall through. Right. So the, the funny thing about that is, is any politicians who saying that is lying because first of all, if you can't, if they don't allow you to default on your own student loan, right? Like you can't get rid of the loan, then how are they going to just abolish student loan debt? It doesn't make sense. It's bit it's built into the fabric of the country. They make a wide majority or a good lion's share of the money in this country from secondary education. So it just it's never going to be a thing. Uh, I know politicians say it and they lie to you with a straight face, but they're lying. So you know, it just fell through that um, they will not be getting rid of student loan debt. There is no forgiveness bill or loan or, you know, whatever. The, it's, it's not going to happen because they got to get their money. They got to get their money. That's why they wrap you. I think that's what keeps the economy going in the way that it should go. Yeah. Um, is a debt is a is what we owe and in, in everything um, that we have contributed into the society going round and round. And when you look at the grand scheme of things, and people say this all the time, at 18 years old, you cannot get a loan for a home without any assets, without any, without showing proof of income. Let's put it that way. But at 18 years old, you can sometimes take out a loan. You can take out a credit card. You could do, you know, you can file for a loan for school. And you could do those different things. And school, you can go kill people legally too in the military too. Oh yeah. But school sometimes that loan that you take out for that school loan sometimes equal that house loan that you could have had. But you're gonna have to pay that back. Yeah, because all niggas do is buy uh sneakers and clothes and, and liquor. 
You're gonna have to get that back in blood. <laughs> That's all niggas do. <laughs> At the you know, 18. How do the funds get allocated? When let's say you do got some bread, you let's say Jers and, and C then got five million they want to give to today Amo Mod or whatever. How does it generally get allocated, or is that just a mystery? You just we just gonna hope this goes to the right place type shit. Well, because I just put myself on the chopping block, chopping block, because I don't give enough or give, I don't really know the process. But I tell you one thing. <laughs> If I got the five milli that I want to get back on, I'm going to find somebody. <laughs> somebody somebody going to respond and we're going to have to have a conversation. <laughs> like, return of the bumblebee. <laughs> Word up. We're going to yeah, figure something out. That's what I be wondering. Like, wait, like uh, let's say niggas do got the bread, then where do it go? Because it seems but, like... But there, there, is, there are funds. There's an alumni fund. But I get what you're saying. Like, who run, who run the building fund? Like, basically what you're saying. Like, yeah, who's the trap? Treasurer, and how do I know that my whatever is going to what we I want to go one. to? Like, nah, we just, got one. Nah, nah don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. We got one. Definitely have one. And shout out to Norfolk State University again. Yeah. Fuck they talking about. Um, <laughs> um, now, real quick. Shows. I want to get into shows really quick. Uh, billions. We all here love Billions. The final season uh is returning in office i mean in office in august um and the trailer came out i saw it see you saw wolves did you see it nah i ain't even peeping but you, know you ain't I'm see talking. it no nah, i ain't see the trailer all right and i know gert saw it so i want to talk about billions i want to talk about season seven it's going to be the final season um gert maybe i'll start with you in terms of where do they go from here, right? Because I honestly thought that last season it was just going to end like that because it could have. Because, I mean, my man Prince, you know, he's not X. He's cool. He's a right, but he's not real. And he's, he's you know, but he's not X. And we know that X is just going to find a way to win. How? How? We don't know. So, Gert, where do you think this, this goes for uh, season seven? Like, it goes to X coming back where Prince and uh, what's the name hands is full, and he's able to slide back in and not really mess with him and able to fight them in court. You remember how he beat the case, and I think the second season, or oh, when they go to the house to get him and he is ready for them mm, and he right yeah. We're going to have another one of those situations where he outsmarts them, man. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. August 15th or something like that, I think. August is, 11th. 11th? It is the 11th? That's my baby birthday. Yep. Yeah, word. That's my grandfather's birthday. birthday. That's Cali's birthday. That's hip hop birthday. It's a lot of birthdays. Um, So I'm, I'm going to be tapped in for. Sure. Uh, see what you what do you expect? Um, anything different than what Gert said, or like how you see this ending or shaping up? Chuck got die. I'm done with Chuck. You don't like Chuck? Chuck is dope. I fuck with Chuck. I ain't gonna lie. I know he's. I like Chuck. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> he's weird. He's in some weird shit, but I like Chuck. 
But why you think he, why you say you gotta die? Damn, <laughs> this ain't even that type of show. <laughs> too, too much leather. <laughs> Tougher than leather. <laughs> His beard is the young, the young tassels. <laughs> I just feel like Chuck be doing too much. I I do feel like Prince is going to be like the Donald Trump, and he going to run for president, and they going to find something wrong with him. And then X is going to come back and do some, I don't know. It's just like a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I'm watching Secession right now, but I do, um, I am happy that Billions is coming back. I am. That's one of the best shows that I've ever watched. And thank you, Jers. Thank you. No doubt. And you just spoke about Succession because I've been meaning to watch that for the longest. And they say that's really good. They say if you like Billions, you'll like that. Uh, how far in Succession have you gotten? I am on season two, episode three. So what you what you think so far? Like it's one I of them? I think Secession is funny. It is. It's okay. It can bore you. It's not as interesting as um, Billions. Billions. But I mean, if you are, Secession is more so about the, the name. Like it's more so about, you know, the prestige of you. Um, like the family name exactly like you trying to be that person or you trying to you know put trying to you know uh, take over that's what secession is more about billions is just about world domination <laughs> and i could dig that <laughs> and, and, and money and money and money but secession is about that too because it's about capitalism and, and um and nepotism and uh, relationships <clears throat> so they do coincide but um, Secession, I would say, is more cutthroat and more um, funnier than Billions. Okay. Um, also, I haven't seen it, but uh, it's a new series on Apple TV called Hijack with Idris Elba. Um, and I believe... Yeah, my mama watched that. She told me to watch it. She said it was good? <laughs> yep. She said watch it. Well, she oh. like she liked him. <laughs> so it really didn't matter what it was she we're just see. gonna leave it there she like okay all right leaving it there <laughs> there there we shall stay <laughs> um but i did kind of like see that i do want to um i do want to check that out because it's a series i'm always looking for good series and like i said a year or so ago apple tv is kicking ass they put out a lot of good contact uh content so I can appreciate um, Idris Elba, one, as an actor, and two, just the fact that they got something new that um, I hear is good. So I'm going to definitely uh, check that out. Um, I mean, ain't really too much sport news to get to. I mean, it could be, but there's a lot of basketball moves being made right now. But again, it's July. Like, you know, we got a long ways before we get back to basketball. Football will be here before you know it. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I know I don't particularly watch tennis, but I was at work today and they had the game on. And I just up and see, I'm like, damn, Serena's playing. And then it's, I mean, not Serena, I'm sorry, Venus is playing. And I look, it's not funny, but I look, right? So I stopped because like I said, I'm like, oh shit, Venus is playing. So I look and... As soon as I see like the volley and the serve, I, I hear Venus scream. She like, ah, 
and she go down and she done damn hurt her damn knee. It looked like she like hyperextended her knee and it kind of bent back and she was kind of out of it for a little minute. And I didn't, you know, stay to see too much more, but I'm like, damn, come on. <laughs> come on, V. <laughs> you got it, V. <laughs> like, uh, but shout out to Venus, uh, one of the greatest ever, obviously. And uh, yeah, that's all I got on that. That was just a little sidebar, but I was like, damn. She was on the floor. Yes. Yes. She, you know, see, it was a back and forth, right? It probably was like, let's say scratching and surviving. Let, let's say maybe like four, <laughs> like four volleys, right? So it was a decent little joint. Then Serena just, I mean Venus, like she she uh uh the 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 white girl hit the ball back to her and Venus went to go run and I guess she planned it wrong. She's like <laughs> Serena she, would never. That's fucked. Well, you know. Yeah, that's crazy because you know they niggas hit you with the L replay slow mo. Like, <laughs> look at how she hyperextend. Oh, that's gonna hurt the more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, she tore her. <laughs> but shout out, shout out to her. Um, hopefully she was okay. Hopefully she won. Fuck that. Um, what? you didn't watch that. No, I was at work and I just go, went in the room and they had the they had it on the TV in the break room. I, you I, ain't I, say all that. You said it like you was watching it. You was like, hopefully she won. <laughs> I have no idea. It was the first set. It was the first set. And when I saw it, I think she was, it might have been if like that, two to one when I seen it. If that so. was the first set, you think she won? <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Your professional opinion. <laughs> Hopefully, well, yeah. Godspeed. Hey, you never know. <laughs> or um, but yeah, I don't have anything else um really to get to. Um, you know, I mean, it's the fourth, and we don't care. It's just a day off. Um, my ancestors wasn't free on, on July 4th. So, I mean, I, I appreciate the day off of work, but, uh, other than that, I ain't, I, I see, are you doing any fireworks? You going to see any fireworks or anything like that? Or you don't care or what you, what you got going on? You know, my country nigga got fireworks. We got to round those up. Uh... See, see, you can't say that. <laughs> Oh, that's Yo, bad. Mexican lady, my country they got fireworks. You want to come over? <laughs> <laughs> Word, that's crazy, y'all. Yeah, you like, violation. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> so yeah, um, so y'all got your own, um, but y'all not gonna go nowhere and like see. We is the girl? Go. Y'all gonna we go? We gonna set this with y'all. <laughs> is um, is the oldest? Is she scared? She not scared of fireworks? Hell no. Okay. Who's your girls? Are they scared of fireworks? Or are they all in? They watching them since right. I think they go off because you know I'm right here across the street from Met. Like yeah. they go off tonight and tomorrow. They're going off right now, matter of fact. Yeah, I, oh, I heard shit. I heard some shit going on um right now too. So yeah. Well we're gonna watch them tomorrow. We're gonna, it's raining a little bit over here, I think. Where... Tomorrow's gonna be the big one though. The big one. Yeah. yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. Fireworks is cool. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I ain't got no plans, to be honest with you. I'll figure it out, though. Are you I, about people celebrating? 
on July 4th, like going hard, extra hard with flags and shit. I think it's stupid. Our people. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it to the whites. I ain't never bought no flags. Yeah, I, me neither. I, yeah, I'm not doing it. So I don't, I don't, I don't care. That's it. That's how I feel. I don't care. Um, I mean, I wasn't always like this in terms of like just not caring. Um, but I never did the flag thing either. So, you know, whatever. Um, I, I don't. This is uh, yeah. Whatever. Never mind. Yeah, whatever. Thank God, thank, thank God we out to 2000. Around this time, niggas would be looking straight like Jewels right now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That's a super niggas fact. With they, they matching Nikes, bandana curved to the right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hit, you with the, hit you with the eye. Jewels dip, dip. Where do you see my... He said, where do you see my eye? <laughs> uh, no, that, but that might be the nigga to help Jim. <laughs> Keep talking. No, no, it won't be. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in that. It won't be. He still got it. No, he doesn't. All right, all right. Whatever. Just... The, the shit, the shit, the shit that I heard from him was not good. What you heard? What you heard? I heard. Yeah, I heard. You heard? I heard. Probably, yeah. you heard. No, 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 no. He was no. He was in the studio, like like rapping in the studio. Like it wasn't. It wasn't John Blaze. <laughs> um, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't John Blaze. You think you think Pusher gonna answer? Of course, one hundred percent. No question about it. Now, when I don't know. Um, I don't know when, but one hundred percent. One hundred percent. As the day goes by, does does he lose steam from his disc? Uh. Nah. I don't think so, but I think that we've forgotten about it already because the everything happening so I mean we haven't, but we as you know what I'm saying, like people ain't as invested in these things like this if there's if it's not constantly in their face and you're not constantly reminded of what's going on. Um I always can appreciate a good rap battle, <clears throat> a good back and forth, a war to words, but I um no, I don't think he loses his esteem. I mean, if you take it all the way back to, you know, Jay-Z and Nas, Nas took months to reply to take over. You know what I'm saying? Uh so I don't think so. Yeah, I just think that it's a it is a different time, but it, it, it made it even more taboo then. Most people would respond like that. They wouldn't take six months, you know what I'm saying, to respond. Now, we understand now that he had a lot of things personally going on, his mom and, you know, all of these different things. But I'm just saying, generally speaking, um, even in that time, it, did, it, it didn't matter once you heard Ether. It was like, oh, shit. So as long as the music is good, as long as the reply is, is good, I think that's all people really care about. That's all I really care about. Um and I just can't wait to see it. So I will wait. Shout out to uh, Ransom. I believe Ransom's dropping another project um, on the 4th. So I'm going to be looking forward to that. Ransom has been on the tear the last year and change. Um, so I am looking forward to that. Shout out to you, Woozy Vegas, a.k.a. Bad Lungs. He just dropped the album uh, last week called Family yeah, Business. Yeah. That's Family dope. Hurt. Huh? 
family first. first. For, for, pardon me, family first. Um, y'all can go stream that, and y'all can go purchase that on iTunes too. Don't be yeah, cheap. Fa family curse. I don't want to mean to correct you, my brother. Family curse, like curse words. Hey man. Hey man. Third time to charm. Don't worry. We was gonna call the bailiff earlier. We are. We doing all. <laughs> we call to the back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, word, but yeah, definitely y'all check that out, and uh, yeah, like I said, I don't have anything else. Y'all do currency be safe. Just drop some shit with Harry Fraud. Mm -hmm. I was keeping that shit earlier tonight. Yeah, currency is always gonna drop. He, you know, this is a hot take, or maybe not so hot, but I think he's outworked Wayne at this point. Like, currency drops music, he drops albums, not just music. He drops like six albums a year, like every year for like mad years, like plus mixtapes. Like his work ethic is crazy. And he's one of he's one of the coolest dudes ever who stays in his lane. He don't get out of pocket. He don't switch his kit. He just giving you him every time with the music. And I respect that. That's why I say he's always number six on my list. It doesn't matter how I rearrange my top five. He's my number six. He's my sixth man because he's just one of my favorite and he's just been one of the most consistent. And I just, I, I like his, his, his music. Uh, but I, I, I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. <clears throat> Wasn't, you know, the greatest thing that I've heard from him, but it was solid. Yeah. And he talking that shit. Like the thing about currency, if you really listen, he's talking that shit. Like he's really talking that shit. Um, but you know, to each his own and he may not necessarily be everybody's cup of tea, but shout out to him nonetheless. Um, yeah, so on that note, I mean, everybody at least, you know, be safe during the holiday, whatever it is that you're doing with your family, your friends, whoever, make sure y'all safe and, uh, make sure that, you know, y'all do y'all part out there. We've, we've created and curated, you know, I think a pretty dope episode, but the content is mailed in. Our job is complete. And now your job is to make sure that y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time. Anything Rico. And I feel like sometimes I cry. Cause I feel so good to be alive. And there's not a doubt inside my mind. That you're still here, right here by my side. Yeah. I can't wrap my head. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.